Welcome to another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. This week we sit down in an Airbnb in Louisville in the heart of Whiskey Row. We sit down and sip on a couple of our budget bourbons we picked up on the drive down. But before we get started, let me tell you about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Check them out on their website at www.unicornnationapparel.com for some amazing designs or reach out to them for custom shirt ideas with no minimum orders and unlimited printing colors. Again, reach out to them at www.unicornnationapparel.com. This was a great start to our trip down to the Bourbon Trail, so sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. You almost need an impartial party to do it blind. Right. Trina. She's not here. Trina, get out of the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> She's a contortionist. All right. We are here at the Whiskey Row Lofts in downtown Louisville on the Bourbon Trail. And I'm here with uh, Tyler Schaefer and Brett Bryan. We're on a little two-day excursion down to the Bourbon Trail. And uh, we've got a couple little things here that we picked up on our trip down here. We've got Old Bardstown from uh, Willet, and we've got Benchmark Foolproof from uh, Buffalo Trace. So uh, I think we go ahead and just uh, start with the Old Bardstown since it's a little bit lower proof. What do you think? I agree. Mm -hmm. It's yep. bottom yep. and bond. Um, so let's talk about our trip down here today. So we, uh, we left about what? 3.30 maybe, 3 something like that. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Maybe a touch before. And then we stopped at the party source in Newport, Kentucky, where we found, uh, what did you get? You got the Knob Creek there? I got that Knob Creek. Um, Is it the 12-year? No, no, I didn't you get got the 12-year. I got yeah. the single barrel. Um, Was it a six-year, nine-year, something like that? I think it's a nine-year, if I remember. Yeah. Do you have any more water? I do in my cooler that you made fun of earlier. I didn't make fun of your cooler. I'm pretty sure you did. He asked if we could stop by a gas station to get water and an energy drink. And I said, I've got some back here. You want a Celsius and a water? No, he didn't say I got some back here. He just says, I have a Celsius and water that were sitting in the front. And I was like, uh, and then I pointed well, to my cooler. He looked back there and then came back up and said, you being an asshole. And I'm like, what? I said, I've got a cooler sitting right there. He's like, oh, you got a cooler. I'm like, what do you think I was pointing at? But I like room temperature water. Like I don't have to have that's ice cold the, water. That's fair point. Oh, the coolers over there. So I was we, like, yeah, that's a weird cooler, but okay. So what did you think? That was my first time to party source since I was in college. And when I was in college, I was there looking for Everclear. Oh. And so we would make Harry Buffalo with it. Uh, what? Fuck that AC unit. Is uh, it fried over top of you or something? You getting cold? No, you can just hear it. Oh. I think you're just hearing uh, you smack it on the damn microphone. So it sounds like in the background. All right, continue. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so that was my first time to party source since college. So it's been 24 years since I've been there probably. And uh, it, it, what I didn't understand or, or what I didn't know and was kind of surprising was New Riff was right there. That was Super nutty on this. See, I'm getting like butter, like a butterscotch. You're going to have to look it up once we... Blow it, 
Pull it up on your phone, dude. I think I'm getting both. I think I think I'm getting some nuttiness. Would and you some say butter. nut butter? Nut butter. A little nut bit of butter. nut butter. A little fermented cheese, maybe. I definitely yeah, get butterscotch, and that's not something. Old Bardstown. All right. Bottom My nose. I mean, I got a weird nose. The schnoz, man. The schnoz. The sour mash. Sewamish. Bardstown. Bottled in bond. So, yeah, I feel like I get a little bit of both, and it's probably because you guys both talked about it. But, um, so, but anyway, I, I was pretty excited about the, when I went there 24 years ago, I wasn't even into bourbon. I'm sure their bourbon selection wasn't that big. I'm sure, yeah. But what did you guys think of the place? I, for oh, one, I was a little. It's how, how big the store is, first yeah. off. I was a little overwhelmed because yeah. they were, like, there were some bourbon and, and, whiskeys on end caps right not which, like little islands too that you just yeah. like randomly find and you might walk past it not realize it's there then come back and it's like a display of new riff single barrels that they that they selected the um, Knob Creek and there are multiple barrel. different selections of that new riff single yeah, barrel there it were, wasn't there just were like the six same or seven of it. Yeah. maybe maybe eight or ten there was cool. a lot yeah my single barrel was on an end cap right and i had walked past it and it was the um store picks and stuff anyway yep. so well, but they have a su uh, an awesome cigar humidor in there, which was fantastic. Did I didn't you see go anything you liked? You just oh, didn't yeah. get it because we didn't have anywhere to smoke them? So. Yeah. I, I didn't want to just get it to get it. So this has notes of molasses, caramel, mint, and cherry cough syrup. So it must be the, the caramel notes. I'm getting? Yeah, it could um, be. Say it again. Molasses. No mint. I don't get that. Caramel, mint, and cherry cough syrup in the nose. Maybe the molasses is what we're smelling? I might be getting the cherry cough syrup actually. That it's kind of subtle. Now that you say cherry cough syrup, yeah, I can convince myself. There's something sweet. <laughs> I can convince, but there's something sweet, like but, almost like a grenadine or yeah. something. But otherwise, I would never have came up with cherry cough syrup on my own. It's like Nyquil. Now you're going to be happy about the palate. When I get to the palate, you're going to be happy. Don't tease. Like Always that. one right for it. Yeah, I'm going in. Ooh, that's actually pretty balanced. I I like that. I was expecting for a, a what was this a twenty dollar twenty five dollar bottle mm -hmm. for a twenty five dollar bottle of bourbon. I expected it to be a little, I don't know, not as good. I guess now we did just come off a of Stag Junior, which is another part of our trip, um, but I think this is pretty good. So mm -hmm. what do you guys get on this before I read off what it I says? I need a few more. Yeah, a couple more. Yeah. So, I so I while we're thinking off, about this, like, get it on. Fr yeah. It's a fresh palate, yeah, right? Yeah. Fair. So. Uh, Party Source, Newport, Kentucky, right there in the parking lot with New Rift Distillery, which was kind of neat. Uh, it looked like it was closed when we got there, but we got a late start today, so um, all the COVID hours they have going everywhere. But uh, Party Source, I mean, that place was freaking big. It was like a source of party. I've never yeah. been in a liquor store that big in my life. If you wanted to party? That would be your source, I think. Yeah. Potentially. Do you think Matt? that... Oh. Do you think that was like an old like Kmart or some shit back in the day? It kind of seemed like it might have been, yeah. It could be. Toys R Us. Maybe a Toys R Us. That could be <laughs> Rest a, in peace. That could be. Rest in peace. Yeah, true story. <laughs> Pour one out. Kmart um, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. There were definitely some blue line specials there. Like Kmart is like what Target, you know, turned out to be. Or, or I trashier yeah. than Target. What, no, yeah, sure. But Target like, is what Kmart tried to be yes you're right i you're think right. that's what yeah. you meant to say definitely a little more so, articulate there <laughs> um what i thought was really interesting was they definitely had some deals on some stuff that i've never seen like the angels envy finished rye mm. was like seven dollars cheaper than normal it was like 93 and they must have had like yep. seven bottles oh. as well or eight bottles and it was in a couple different places yeah. so they had more than that then they also had the regular angels envy 
blade and bow as well. And there's uh, a ghost they, in here. A there's wood. a ghost in here, this, guys. Dude, probably, I think this place is probably this is haunted. I'm, I'm fine with that. Haunted. Um, so there's uh, yeah, there was blade and bow. There was uh, a lot of different knob creeks. They had a whole area of knob creek and new riff obviously because they share a, i think you know a parking lot with new riff there was a ton of new riff yeah. there but they have just a lot of stuff like the entire whiskey row series from old forester was there all yep. of it tons of it to choose from um but they had a, a nice range of uh, barrel picks there which yeah. i thought was kind of neat um they didn't have any like unicorns or anything like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they did have some good stuff i mean they did have the case i guess of some stuff that was what did they have in the end? case that was... That, like, Mattingly was a whole bunch of different Mattingly's. Oh, yes. And then they had um, some scotches, some, you know, different whiskeys. They had um, uh, smoke wagon and some different things. Down yeah, there. I don't know which smoke smoke wagon it was. I, think, I thought uh, it was just a regular small batch. Yeah. It was. You're right. You're right. Which I don't know why that was in the case. That was yeah. a little interesting to me. So anything on the, on the palate? Now that we've been talking here for a minute. I I think it tastes exactly like it smells. And to me, that's unique. Because usually for a lot of bourbons, yeah. it's... Once it's, you get it in, in the mouth, it's a little different than what you were expecting from the, from the nose. That's what she said. Yeah, she did say that. <laughs> um, we, should, we should figure out every, every cold opener should have a that's what she said start doesn't have to be the same one every time but it should just end with that's what she said and then go into the into the thing that would be perfect if we could try to do that every episode instead of and that's the way i heard it it can be <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's what, what she, she said. said that that's what she said bourbon that's what she said <laughs> i get an oakiness i think leather oakiness on my yeah my palate yeah, i definitely get an oak um and maybe it's the, the leather that i'm tasting or i think i get more leather than oak initially my first drink was very oak and woody so and then once my hit my palate Yes. So revisit the nose now that you've had it in your okay. in your mouth. Like, <sighs> I feel like it, more things are coming to my to my nose now. I'm getting more of of the cherry cough syrup. I feel that's what I started feeling too. Is, is not the, here, and it almost feel like it has like that like you know that syrup's like the word syrup, right? It's thick. Yeah. I kind of get that like thick where it lingers on my palate. Maybe yeah. that's, maybe that's the lingers on my tongue. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a long finish for sure. Yeah. It does it's have. Nice. A, I'm for 100 proof. It does have a definitely a little bit longer finish than I would expect from a 100 proof. That's for sure. But yeah, this is Old Bardstown. This is a Willet Distillate. Oh, that's fun to say. Willet, Willet Distillate. <laughs> Willet distills it. All right. So as we finish this up, so we went from the party source, then we drove down to one of our favorite stops, the Westport Whiskey and Wine Liquor Store in. I guess it is it Westport. Westport, yeah, and Kentucky, Kentucky, outside of Louisville, and uh, again a little disappointed because their tasting room was closed, was closed, and they, but they had um, a they crazy had some, selection there. Yeah, Two birthday, birthday bourbons, bourbons yeah. um, something that I really thought was cool is they had a wild turkey um, bottled and bond, and then also yeah, I saw that too. Um, there was another one by Wild Turkey that... It's like Revival or something? Yeah, the Revival. Yeah. Um, I was peeking on that shelf, too. I'm glad I'm not yeah. the only one. <laughs> All of the Wellers, I, I believe, except for the CYP. CYPB. Correct. I think or I saw... CYBP. Yeah. Create your bourbon profile or oh, something. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, what else did they have? They had the Stag Junior that we tried. Yep. I did see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had a, a, a pretty nice selection, honestly. 
Do they have Elmer T. Lee? I looked they for do, uh, it. I didn't see I it. I didn't see it's it. It's a okay. pretty noticeable bottle usually. Mm-hmm. Um, what was interesting is, I, and the thing I love about Westport Whiskey and Wine is, is you go in there, they'll give you just a no-holds-barred, like, you know, take on stuff. Mm-hmm. And you ask them their opinion of something that's just sitting on the shelves. They'll be like, yeah, I don't think it's worth the money. Like you, they right, told you that yeah. today for the Knob Creek. Correct. Yes. So that was, that's kind of neat. Mm, for the 12 year. Yeah. Nice. He, he said that, um, what was it? 75? It was 75. He said for that price, he thought I could, I could get something better. Sure. And I appreciated his honesty. I yeah. really, really did. And so what did you end up walking out with? Uh, two Willet. Pot stilts. So two, yes. Yeah. So pot stilts. And then I ended up one is out. not for me. I should yeah. clarify. I walked out with an old Town, which is what we're trying now. And then yep. what we're trying next, the uh, benchmark foolproof, which, um, it's extra strong too. That's what it says. Well, it's 122. I think uh, we'll, we'll get to that. This, but it says extra strong. So what's interesting. And, and the reason I was kind of leaning toward the bench benchmark anyway, is that this was one of my go-to bourbons when I first started mixing with ginger ale, not, not foolproof, but the regular benchmark, uh, like Kentucky mules. Just a ginger just, ale and, okay. and bourbon. That yeah, was kind of my like go-to when I first one. started. Mm-hmm. Sure. I love Kentucky Mules. So I don't so they're my favorite. Yeah. Very refreshing, especially if, when it's If it's warm. like a hot day, for sure, that's mm-hmm. what I'm drinking all day. Well, that's how I got started in, with bourbon. After starting to drink again, that was the... Mixing it with ginger. Yeah, you ginger did that ale. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I just slowly... On. It's yeah, clean. Slowly, it's a very it clean... Is. It's refreshing. You know. It's, like you said, uh, on a hot day, it's a great thing to have. What is the brand? I think we had it on here. I had the brand of... Prepackaged Kentucky Mules. Oh, that we talked about. We talked yeah. about that. They're actually with, pretty good. Um, we talked about that with uh, little black cans. I think. No, they're they're. Um, uh, else, I have a picture. Have, so. Who are we talking to on that episode? Uh, Holy shit! Was it Brandon Collins from Taconic? Were we no, talking about that? It was, with him? it was the episode after that. We had, we were talking to somebody, and no. you were telling them about it, and they said black. Oh, it was it was uh, Quinn Allen. Yeah, oh, that's not the one I'm thinking. Yeah. So Quinn Allen was whiskey the one mule. talking about that. But yeah, it's a pre it's a can of of uh, like a whiskey mule. Well, I think it's got black skimmer bourbon, but Cutwater spirits. But he said uh, so Quinn alcohol. Remember Quinn said that that's actually um they use their good in like spirits on those. Like they don't just skimp and make a canned drink. It's it's actually good stuff. So um so we went from the party source to Westport whiskey and wine. I, you didn't. You haven't gotten anything yet, have you? No. I'm, just I'm, waiting this for is that. A, uh, this is more of a fun you know, trip than a, a bourbon. Well, that trip. you know, obviously we're going to do a, a couple tours, but trying to find a, a, a little bit more of a unicorn, you right? Know? And and so what brought on this trip to begin with? So um, we were talking a couple like a month and a half ago, I think, and uh, or two months ago about. Uh, Old Forester Birthday Bourbon was supposed to release September 2nd. So we immediately got in a, uh, uh, an Airbnb right above Old Forester for the first so that we could go right downstairs, walk in line, and just wait in line tomorrow morning for Old Forester. And uh, then inside of the cancellation time, they sent an email, or actually it was in Instagram, that said uh, they will not be allowing people to wait in line or the old Forester birthday bourbon, so you it's online only, and you have to pick it up a week later. Mm. Are you? Did you decide if you're gonna enter? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna try to buy it tomorrow morning. And I didn't take off this Thursday, so if I have to come back next Thursday or Friday, I'll just do nice. it then. Enter, enter one for Trina. That's what I was gonna do. Cool. And so we're gonna try to figure it out. Um, 
Does anyone here have Thursday off next week? I, I, I do, do not. not. No. Okay, so it'll have to be like Trina, and then maybe we'll figure out. Uh, Ryland, we can put one in his name. Yeah, right? he's twenty-one. Yeah. We'll get him a fake. I'll have a fake for him it's by that time. Easier that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So uh, he'll give him my ID. That's fine. <laughs> so the cool thing again about Westport Whiskey and Wine is they'll talk you up. They they have no part. They love. I think. Dealing with customers, you can tell it when you walk in. They, they very interactive, you. yeah. Yeah, they always have, and we've talked about this before, but they always have, um, you know, options to take a taste of their barrel picks, and they have a great barrel pick selection as well. Um, you can take a taste of their barrel picks for usually a dollar. I think the whistle pick was five. Yeah, uh, everything else was a dollar, and if you end up buying that item, it only like you don't have to pay for the the tasting. You just buy the bourbon, or the whiskey, or whatever it is. Um, so that was, that's kind of nice. I always love that because you can just go in there and, and taste some things that maybe you've never had before and, and try it before you buy it. And, and he, he, you know, oh, bought yeah. us around today, which is, what yeah, was very that nice. again? Do you remember? Does that was, remember? was a brandy. Brandy. Yeah. yeah but does anyone remember what brand it was? Cause that was good. No. I thought it was tasty. No, it was, it was great. It was a little sweeter than what I want when I drink yeah. alcohol, but I think that's just how brandy is to begin with. Yeah. Do they put their barrel picks online? We could always look it back up again. Maybe. Yeah, they might. Yeah. Um, but it was a. It was basically a, a brandy finished in bear, uh, bourbon Bur- barrels. Yeah. Yep. So he, he gave us a, each a little taste of that, which I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But then we were we were planning on coming back down to downtown Louisville to eat dinner. And because of all the COVID stuff, hours were limited. So uh, he recommended staying or uh, staying right there in that same shopping area and going to uh, Napa. 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 Is it Villa? Napa, Napa River Grill, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was pretty good. They had yeah. a pretty decent bourbon selection. Now, we originally ordered the Elmer T. Lee, but they were out, so we went with Stag Jr. Great, good prices, too. Yeah. I, um, so the Stag was, uh, what was it? $12. 12 and the, and the um, if they had it, the Elmer T. Lee was only 16 Maybe fourteen. It might have been fourteen. Yeah. But still, I mean, less than twenty. Either way, right? I mean, I was pretty surprised, mm-hmm. especially when I saw the menu prices. The prices were a little higher than they made it sound like they were going to be, but the but the serving sizes were big. Mm-hmm. So that was a really good shout out. Shout, shout out uh, Napa River Grill. That was pretty good. Good burger. Yeah, my, my burger was good. good. Burger. It wasn't cooked the way I asked, but it was still good. Yeah, but that's, that's so I know, typical. I know. I should always just say medium rare. Because then, but I think they just ignore that. They were thin. There was like yeah. two patties as opposed to one thicker patty too. Oh, it, that's impossible to to get right. They're yeah. so thin. You almost just have to throw it on the grill, flip it, take it right. off. Yeah, <laughs> just like sear it on each side and yeah. be done. They're like smash burgers. And then what did you get? You got mm. the fettuccine. Fettuccine, uh, which is very um, unlike me. It was like a carbonara, even though I it was the a fettuccine. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. It like, was like interesting. Um, I usually don't go for that that stuff at a restaurant but i was just kind of in the well you know i hadn't eaten since 11 a.m so i was was like you know i want something like hearty yeah and pasta i was pretty hungry too pasta was it yes so the calamari then the uh fettuccine i we both had the burger Mm -hmm. they brought us some uh, cornbread oh that cornbread was good Mm -hmm. that was was real good good. it wasn't the pearl good like we said but it was good There's a, <laughs> a truck going by. Yeah, that was weird. You could hear it. Truck. These windows must be bad like, muffler or something. No, it's, yeah. it's the it's the creaky floor. Thin windows, something. <laughs> so, uh, what do you guys take on this? Um, so, what was the price on this? Again? You guys haven't had it yet, but this tastes to me, from my memory, tastes very similar to the Willet Pot still. Tw- Twenty three. 
Hmm. So this said on the palate, which this is what I was trying to tell you, it said faint notes of butterscotch and oak. Mm, yeah. And then it says the caramel stands out over faint notes of butterscotch and oak. Um, but uh, it, it's this says the, the palate comes across a bit underdeveloped and fails at providing anything of lasting interest. I don't disagree with that, I guess, from a complexity standpoint. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't overwhelming. There wasn't a lot. Like, I didn't need to taste it 15 times to really start breaking it down. Yeah. Like, by the second and third taste, I think I had it, mm-hmm. you know, I had it cornered and figured out. But, I, I, but sometimes that doesn't bother me. Sometimes I, that's for a $23 bottle of bourbon. Yeah, yeah. I don't dislike this, but, like, this is, you know, I'm, I'm starting to be able to kind of differentiate and yeah, yeah. this. Um, it's a $20 bottle of bourbon to me. Like, yeah. I can... And I can, that's what it was. That's what I... Yeah, that's yeah. what I think immediately. And, and then that doesn't bother me. There's a place for that, in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, for example, in the last week or so, I've been drinking my Old Forester Signature 100 nonstop. It's a 22, I think, dollar bottle of bourbon, and it's outstanding. Yeah. It's good. For a $22 bottle of bourbon, it's it's better than the price. And Old Forester nails all their stuff. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I just, like their, I just like their mash bill. I like their, their bourbons. I think it's good. Everything with their 1870, I like. I like I, them all. I just, just, that's not my favorite. Were you... You did that whiskey row with yeah, us, yeah, right? Yeah, I did. Yep. I did in the 1870. We Which is all... our highest uh, listened to episode. Excellent. Not even close. It's because you're right. on it. Fuck yeah. Keep them coming. I think because it says whiskey row is what I think. I like to think it's me, but. You well, know. there's probably a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Grab one for Brett, too, while you're at it. What's he making over there? He's just grabbing some water. Ah, I, I see. I see. Clean out the glasses. So mm-hmm. while he's doing that, I'm going to open up the benchmark. This, these are brand new bottles, by the way. I can share one. It's fine. zip yeah well it's got a zipping oil or uh like a zipping oil that you put on it when you first buy it and it's supposed to condition it to open it better but it just never is it waterproof water resistant maybe like i don't think you're like submerging in a bathtub i think you could submerge in a bathtub and it's probably fine it's one of those you know uh, knockoffs of the yetis it's arctic brand yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with them at all no i mean except for the fact they got sued by yeti and lost oh did they really oh yeah they had to take a whole bunch of their stuff off the market because of that. Or what? change it enough that it was uh, different. I didn't know that. A long time ago. I mean, it's been a few I years ago. I hate brand boys. I just... I don't. The Arctic's... It does everything yeah. that Yeti does. I don't freaking care. If I would buy an Arctic, 100%. Yeah. It's, I not, would like, buy, it's yeah. not like they're cheap either, though. It's catchy, though, because it's like Arctic, R-tick. but it's R-T-I-C. Yeah. You know yeah. what I got? Coleman. That's America's brand. Yeah, I don't mind. Coleman's Coleman. legit, man. That's like old school... You know what I like? I want to bring back that old Stanley thermos, like the one that your grandpa carried to the construction site in like the caps of lid or the lids of caps. Sorry. My first marriage, my brother bought me a set of old school silver bullet looking uh, thermos and and, uh, mugs or whatever. I still have that thermos. The thermos is outstanding. And we would use it whenever we would do like uh, Halloween, like trick or treating. If it was cold out, we'd shove it full of uh, hot cider chocolate or something, yeah. And then just go walking around. You know what we had from my my dad? We had the metal Coleman. I don't know if they were Coleman, but we just we had, had the metal, metal Coleman, Coleman. Um, lunch lunch boxes. Oh, the pails. with like the thermos. Yes, my my had one of those when mm-hmm. I was growing yeah. up. Yeah, and they had the cups in them too. Yeah. The metal thermoses that were inside with the, there. With the plastic cup. But it was like, I, like I feel like I went to school and the kids were one. I never packed lunch. My family, like, they're like, eh, you're eating at the cafeteria, which was, 
I I look back on it, it's super expensive. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like when we were little, little, we had those little yeah and, lunch boxes. And, and they had the thermos in them too. It was all plastic. Yeah. Well, mine was all metal. So like, and when I grew up, I can still to this day say that my tomato soup never tasted better than when it was in my Dukes of Hazard thermos. Hell yes. That Do you still have best. those? They're uh, probably collectors. So, Logan, Ohio. Yeah. If you go down to Hawking Hills. I know where Logan is. Very familiar with it. If you go down to Hawking Hills, they have a lunchbox museum there. That's really cool. It's awesome as shit. It always pops up on my timeline because we went there a long time ago. And there's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's not even, it's not a real museum. Right. It's basically like a general store that they've called themselves a museum because they have a big enough collection. I mean, there's a ton there. Everything from the old metal style to the plastic ones that replace the metal mm-hmm. ones. So like yeah, those, yeah, those metal ones, they have a ton of those. What is that? Yeah. Strawberry shortcake? What was I that? I don't know. Yeah. It seems like uh, strawberry shortcakes. Yep. Yeah, those were great. Like you said, like the soup, like chicken noodle soup oh, out of yeah. that thermos. Oh, yeah. You poured the in the cast. But, you but know that's, the, how, that's how you took your lunch to school. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Those freaking metal tins, like nowadays, like could you imagine? <laughs> With like a ham sandwich that the oh. bread like stuck to the roof of your mouth. Oh, and you're like, yes, it was the best ever. Lifting <laughs> with your tongue the, trying to get it off. By the time you ate it, the cheese was just enough melted. <laughs> You know, because they didn't put ice packs in it when we right. were like that ham. You probably had dysentery. That's how I survived COVID, right? right. It was hot old ham. I actually do not like my sandwiches cold so, like that. Yeah, right. Like I hate when either just you know when people like we we always go out on the boat and we'll get a bunch of like you know Jersey Mike's or Subway sandwiches or we'll make them at home, and throw them in there with the ice. Cooler. And they just get it, cold yeah. and soggy. You know why? And I it's, it's, the, it. it's the bread. Everything else is fine cold. Sure. Well, like if you yeah. have a regular toasted sandwich with cold lunch meat and cheese, it's still good. Yeah. You're right. It's sure. the bread. It, the bread's what can't get cold. I want an old thermos yes. like that one. Yeah. No, I know what those you mean. Nice. Dude, I would sit down they at like just those, a social gathering and just like pour my coffee. Listen, and put I think it if, is, yeah. if you go to, um, what's the place on Polaris that's uh, the great outdoor place? Uh, um... It's not Carabas. Cabela's. Yeah, Cabela's. I always, Carabas. No, I always want to say Carabas. So if you go there, I think they still sell that. Type oh, I bet of, they uh, do. Of, uh, I'm getting one. I'm filling it full of coffee and just taking it to work from here on out. I'm going to carry it in like Field a construction and worker. Field and Stream's over there. I think Cabela's bought Field and Stream. No, Field and Stream bought. Cabela's. I was going to say yeah, or yeah, vice versa. Yeah. Yep. So this is 125 proof. So it is. We should let it sit for a extra minute. Extra strong. Yeah. I, mine's been yeah. sitting for a minute. You're the one who's no, just poured yours. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So. Uh, from what I understand, I haven't done any research on this. I'm fairly certain the Buffalo Trace makes this. It's from the same distillate or mash bill, I believe, that uh, I think it's the same one as Blanton's. Um, yeah, distilled and aged and bottled uh, by Buffalo Trace Distillery, Frankfort, Kentucky. You think it's the same mash bill as Blanton's? I, they only have two mash bills that are rye-based anyway. Okay. So it's either mash bill one or mash bill two, and one of those is Blanton's. So you have 50-50 chance. Is, um, is Blanton's a, a more heavy rye? Mash bill? It doesn't uh, taste like it. I don't it. think so. Yeah. It, doesn't it doesn't have that spice I that I get from rye. But they have yeah. two rye-based. One's a high rye, one's a regular like rye, whatever, probably 75%. I like corn. the way you say high rye. High rye. High rye. We're in a high, high rye. Lawyer. We're in a high rye right now. Yeah. We're in a high <laughs> rye. Um, but I think their other one's probably like 75% corn, you know, 10% or 20% rye, and then 5% malted barley. That's five percent malted barley seems to be pretty standard for a lot of places. 
You okay? How do you guys tr- trust these chairs to lean back? <laughs> man. I'm hoping a prayer, man. Uh, I'm yeah. locked in with one arm and leaning back at the other way. Oh, yeah. God. I'm just gonna tuck like it I will okay. say that's the only thing they could maybe do a little better job yeah, of. Yeah, the chairs are a little cheap. Seating situation? Out, yeah, outside of this. They could put a long table here. Yeah, I know. You it's could a put really a nice table. table. Yeah. yeah. Like, now, granted, it's only one bedroom. I think this table's like three. Well, yeah, by three, maybe they're so like, ah, oh, we know there's not going to be twelve people sitting. But they could have picked table. better. They could have picked better chairs for sure. Maybe me and like five girls are going to sleep in that bed though. So true. I need a table for six. True. Now I will say that this is it's very plain, like from the from the top mm-hmm. of the. It's a very high ceiling. Well, yeah. There's there's it's not decored. <laughs> There's some drinks Very, on the wall, and that's de- about it. Yeah. Moscow Mule, old-fashioned. Trina would have a field day in Oh, here. she'd love to decorate oh, this yeah. place. Give me three grand, you, and I'll have This would be a great <laughs> place to just have. Oh, no, it's to awesome. Come, to come visit now, like, a couple times a year. I think that's a secret door where the ghosts live. It might be. That, that was a door that at one point. That used to be a door, yeah. You could tell. For sure. So this probably got all knocked out, and they moved that in there. There might be a body in there. I hope so. I'm going to point him towards you guys, though. I hope you don't mind. That shit freaks me out. But do you guys believe in ghosts? Let's yeah, let's surf off course real quick. Yeah, 100%. real quick. Do you I, believe in ghosts? This isn't a religious thing. This is a do you believe in ghosts? I don't. That's God. So, I, I, so, so so wrong. So, so what's funny is I. Believe, what about aliens? That was my next one. I believe in aliens. Okay. A hundred percent. Anyone that doesn't so believe one of in my aliens, favorite, I just one of my favorite lines is from Contact with Jodie with Jodie Foster. Yeah, she's. She's a very like, handsome listen. woman. <laughs> Put it politely. She's had some attractive. She was attractive in the beginning when she was younger in that movie. Handsome. She did a good job. No, she was attractive. Anyway, um, you guys are mean. No, she was. It's homely. At the, be- she, she at the beginning homely. of that movie, she was attractive. Like when she was being youthful, like because it was supposed to span a whole bunch of years, right? Um, but anyway, so uh, she had a line in that movie. I think it was. I don't remember the line exactly, but basically the gist of it was, if you believe the universe is infinite, for you to believe that what happened here has only happened one time in, in infinity? Correct. Seems to be pretty arrogant. Now, are there other places that are further along than us or not as far along as us? Evolved, I think, is the word you're looking for. But, well, I didn't want to necessarily say evolved because that, that implies then that there's evolution in the in the sense of like Darwinism type evolution. I guess I mean in the sense of technology. Yeah, well, sure. So de- that's why I said developed yeah. or, you know, as, a, as far along. Um, and are they still like the murky goop and they haven't, you know, lost their tails and walked out of the swamp yet? I mean... That's evolution. Right. <laughs> so now I've gotten there. But I mean, has that happened yet? I mean, who knows? I mean, to be honest, like depending on where the like the edges of the universe, right? That would be the oldest. I don't think portions. there is an edge of the universe. Well, it's supposedly ever expanding, so there has to be for it to expand, it has to have an edge. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a paradox. Right. Fair. It really is Fair it's enough. a paradox. So anyway, we're getting pretty fucking deep here on a Tuesday. It's gonna night. be quick. It's gonna be a quick. That's fair. Um yeah, I think there's probably some sort of alien. By the way, that's what she there. said. Yeah, she yeah, did say yeah. that. Yeah, where were you? When just he end said it. It's just end it there. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and that's what she said. Um, if if I, I think there's got to be something out there. Is it just a couple of extra cells that are living? Yeah. It, are they visiting us right now? Potentially, who knows? Like one of the, and this is where the nerd in me comes out. Did anyone watch the reboot? Of the Battlestar Galactica TV show, <laughs> I did not, but I do love Barely. sci-fi Holy stuff. Shit. 
it's such a good series. Really? And and at the, at the uh, so like I don't know if, if it would be as good now if you didn't watch it during the original because it was very topical. A lot of the stuff happening in the world at that time was happening on the show, you know, like in parallel. Mm-hmm. But what was really neat about it was the way it ended. Don't totally, give it away. I'm not. So like, but it is something I honestly think you should watch if you are into sci-fi. It's a it's definitely a worthwhile series to just take in. There's a quote, and I'll, I'll like we'll go back on course after this that says there are only two possibilities either we're alone in the universe or we're not. And both are equally terrifying. And when you think about it, you're like, fuck. Well, and they are both equally terrifying. Either we're alone in this infinite universe or we're not. But could you imagine? I mean, that's a pretty arrogant thing to think that we are the only ones here. Oh, absolutely. And arrogant. to think if you believe in evolution, that we are, the most evolved. But why the, don't you believe the in ghosts, though? You know, like, is apex the right word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't. Hmm. I believe that when you that die... That goes a lot to, like, religious bias as well, right? Sure. But what do you, do you believe in ghosts? I do believe in ghosts. So I'm not a religious person in a sense that I don't believe in any, like, um, like form of, of religion, whether it be Christianity, yeah. Islam, et cetera. You go on forever. But I do think that, um, I guess you could say like agnostic, I do believe there's something greater than myself in this world. Sure. And I do think that um, things get lost along the way and they can't find wherever they are going. And some of that may be due to experiences that I've had and whether they're true experiences or just mind tricks. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. And I'm willing to admit they could be mind tricks 100%. Sure. So you know, my, the mind is a powerful thing by yeah, far. Trying to connect dots that yeah. just to make you feel better in your head. My grandmother... My mother's mother, she um, claimed, She's a ghost? No, but she claimed that she could see things and, and feel things. So, like, there were some stories that they've told. Now, obviously, they were secondhand to me. It's like that game of telephone, right? Well, but it was from my grandmother telling the story. But, like, these are years removed. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, and I don't remember who it was who died. So my, gra- my, my grandfather died. And Her husband. Correct. And I wasn't alive yet at this point. So he died while my sister, after my sister was born, but before I was born. So it was like maybe a year or two before I was born, 73, 74, something like that. And so he died. My grandmother was visiting my parents. And she heard a knock in the house somehow. If someone knocks, I'm throwing this table and right then, now. And then she, then she had to drive home that minute. I should let my mom tell the story, but uh, she had to drive home that minute, which is Charleston from Belpre, which is like a, I think it's like an hour drive, hour and a half drive maybe. Yeah. So, she, and my mom said she called her back in like, you know, 15, 20 minutes shorter than it should have been, which is not surprising for my grandmother. <laughs> first <laughs> off, but, she's got a lot of food. But my mother tells the story as though that was like some sort of emphasis in like how fast she drove home. And she got home just in time for something to happen in the house that let her know that her husband was okay after he had died, like basically. Hmm. Now, is it possible that most of us are just dumb to the stuff going on around us? And But what in the house happened? I don't I, I'd have to get the fucking story. So, so my homework for the next episode... Get the story. Story. to find the story yeah. from my mom. You're usually pretty good with stories. I am, but you know what? Like, 
but it's not something he's interested in. Right. So I can understand. It's not that I'm not interested in it. It's just that I don't believe in it. So it's I'm just like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Cool. So I'll find out the I'll find out the details for the next one. So if you were just like sitting there and you saw kind of a you know TV pop on pop off, like you'd be like, eh, some shit just happened. Yeah, I would. Yeah, something would. fell off the table that I'm, wasn't supposed to. Would I'm you be one of like, those people that would be the the one who would love to investigate to prove that stuff wrong. So I'd mm. love to be in that world, yeah. just to just to investigate it and prove it wrong. So like, there's a TV show out there called Evil that just started last year, and it's basically a lot of um, it's uh, basically two people. Well, there's three in the group. One of them is a total science nerd. One of them is a priest, and the other one is a psychologist or psychiatrist. And they basically go around whenever the Catholic Church sends them out on assignment to basically determine whether or not something really happened supernaturally. So they're basically debunking or finding out the, you know, like, are they really possessed or, you know, what's going on? Um, And it's actually a pretty cool show. Um, I can get down with it. What's interesting is I love that kind of stuff on TV and movies. Love it. But, yeah. Whatever, like exorcisms, things like that. I don't believe in that stuff. I don't. I just think it's exorcism is a bit of a far stretch yeah, for me. Me too. Um, because it it has to do with like a devil and like pure evil in this world. And I think there are evil people, but I don't think that there's. I just think that chemically imbalanced or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. something happened, or right. they had some sort of PTSD or something that caused right. them to do something. Sure, but that's what I mean. Like I feel like a lot of things can be explained like that. Mm, absolutely. And I'm not saying that I. I mean, I do believe in. You know, uh, like I'm, I think I'm probably more a thing like called you. love, like more agnostic. Yeah, that too. Um, but yeah, just not necessarily a specific spirit or, yeah. or, or specific whatever, denomination, div- divinity or denomination. But I, I do believe that there's something out there. When people say that the Big Bang is the start of everything, then I always say, well, what started to make the Big Bang possible? Right. Where did this matter come from? Yeah. So it's like there's always a question of, well, okay, well, where did that come from? Okay, where did that come from? Like you're never going to find the answer. Right. It's the chicken yeah. and the egg. I mean, that's the thing. Like, are we a simulation? Okay. Well, what that, started? Oh, so I feel that more and more. What started that? You know, who knows? It could just yeah. be freaking nothing like us. You know, and they were the Sims of another freaking world. The simulation gets me more and more for real. And so, you like, and not even necessarily simulation, too. That's one thing. But, like, at the end of, like, Men in Black, you know, they fade out and it's they, their universe ends up being people playing marbles and they're just, like, weird-looking aliens. So you're just, like... A, oh, yeah, universes within a, universes and parallel yeah, universes. You're, like, an atom inside of an atom right. inside of an atom inside of an atom type of thing. And there's well, worlds. the craziest thing to me is where when you see stars or um, other planets, you know, the light bouncing off that, that light getting here... How is old it is? How old it is? And, yeah. and you're just like, well, that planet could just not even exist or that star could right. not even exist anymore. Yeah, the and you're like, the Death Star may have already blown it up. Right. Yeah. And so you're just like, well, dun, think about dun, how dun, old dun, that was. Dun. You know? I felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> All right, let's get to this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we've I, been I, that's my fault. I'm we, sorry. We segued like crazy. There was like yeah. a 20 minute segue. I know. All that's right, my so uh, let's benchmark foolproof um, 125 proof. Extra, it's a little bit sweeter, strong. but I I have I feel like it has a similar nose to the old bar sound. I have a vanilla I'm picking up. I definitely get the vanilla, but I also get some youth. I feel like a little bit of floral. Youth. Yeah. Youth. Street youth. The, the two youths. It's weird to say you get some youths. So no, like I feel like there's some floral notes. Whenever I get floral notes, I feel like it's almost like a indicative of youth of, in a bourbon. 
Don't say dick and youth in the same sentence. Yeah, again. And dick, in dick that youth, indicative youth. Sorry. Um, don't say. <laughs> That's good. I, I'm still getting a lot of vanilla for me. Dude, look this one up. Um, I know you're going to say, oh, it's going to have X, Y, and Z, and then I will whatever is familiar in my... It is made by Buffalo Trace. It says right on the bottle. I already read that, but okay. glad you joined us. Well, you said you thought it was. And then I read it off. Oh. Even said uh, Frankfurt, Kentucky. I was probably doing something better. Frankfurt. Fair, fair enough. Um, all right, so what do you what do you get on the nose? You haven't said anything yet. I, I said it. I had, it was sweeter, but I had a very similar nose to me to Old Bartown. It could have been the what I ate for dinner. My allergies. I'm getting some kind of toast now. Toasted something. Yeah, like toasted nuts. Toasted something in vanilla. Now the toasted took a minute. I had to take a drink first. Butterscotch. I'm yeah. definitely getting a butterscotch on this. Yeah, we're one. gonna be way off just by on his face. Hundred percent. All right, so so what it is? Uh, we have uh, ah fruity scents, which I said floral, so I guess that's not exactly the same. <laughs> he, he tried to be like, yeah, okay. Oh, so yeah. I was right. It except vanilla. For that. <laughs> it did say vanilla. It okay. said shortbread cookies, vanilla, uh, some brown sugar, shortbread cookies, some brown yeah. sugar, brown um, sugar for sure. It does say, and this is so like it's lacking in. It says tannins, but like yeah, I don't, I don't remember that thinking about any oak or any leather or anything mm -mm. in it. So no, no. So that that shares the youth with it. That's my opinion, sure. And maybe What's that's the what age it is. on this. Um, I it don't does know. Not say. I honestly have no idea. So what do you guys taste? What do you taste? I have not done it yet. So in the one I'm reading now, they, they do a blind. They do a blind in 1792 versus the benchmark. It comes in hot. And the 1792 mm -hmm. just barely beats out the benchmark. Foolproof. Both foolproofs. That's funny. Yeah, um, yeah I thought it was a little hot yeah. immediately. But Some the finish, spice. I don't think. Like, like on the lips? Yeah, yeah. And I love those noises on the podcast. That's great. Yeah. So, but no, I, I, I think it came in a little hot right immediately in the mouth, and then it kind of dies off, though. And maybe it's just because it's, it's my second bottle. It's or a second quick glass. finish for me. It's a quick finish, yep. but I do get a lot of spice. All right. That one was a little bit different for me. Bigger drink? No, I think it went, yeah, I think it coated the whole tongue quicker. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get a lot of flavor. I get heat, but not a lot of flavor, yeah. I think. I think that's what it is. I think you're right. I, so, like, the mouth coat is thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has a weight. The um, the old bar had an tail, oiliness or something to it. Was it was no. much thicker. That yeah, molasses syrup, yeah, like you were saying. Um, you're me. right. I think you... I do catch the vanilla. Just... I can always catch the vanilla. Like, um, it, it, it's not very viscous at all. It's a good word, isn't it? It is a good Viscosity. word. Viscosity. Yeah. Smack around those lips again. Wanna, yeah, there you go. I, although I'm seeing some legs. I mean. Yeah, but it's it's just. But you're right. The, 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 in your mouth, the viscosity is not there. I agree with that completely. So, for me, I think I like, I, and, I'm, and I've been aiming 
or landing more on the side of the higher proof stuff lately. But I think the old Bardstown for me takes this one. Yeah. But that's just for me. For me, it does as well. I'm not a big cinnamon person at all. Yeah. Um, and I almost get some cinnamon out of this. Maybe, I don't know why. So Maybe it's the heat. What I'd really like to do is when we, like you said, I think we should do an under 30 like blind of maybe like a handful, like maybe six bourbons, just a, enough to taste and yeah. and see what we do. And I'd love to throw these both in there because this with the early times would be fun too. Mm-hmm. The early times bottle oh my gosh, gone. that's one of the best I've I'd had low trace. But I'd love to know if yeah. that actually falls in a place where we think it does. You know, when you drink a blind, a lot of times that, that removes those what, biases. What is, what is the Buffalo Trace price point? 28. I, I almost it was it, it is, Yeah, so did I. It's like even, $27.99. Even though the, the price on these is only about a, a difference of $5, oh, you can... Well, and the funny thing is, is the Buffalo Trace is a lot less proof, too. Yeah. It's like 93, I think, or 90, sure. maybe 90 proof. It might so be maybe 90. It's, it's, it's not really a fair comparison there. It's not, but, but you, I mean, sometimes, sometimes proof isn't all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just you blend it to the right profile, and that's yeah. Buffalo Trace has done a good job of taking their profile and blending it to the to the right flavor point. Really, in my opinion, I think that's why it's such a good bottle of bourbon, and it's consistent. Like, so consistent. so far, consistency is huge. Like for example, Henry McKenna, the ten year, the bottled and bond. Um, I, I sometimes I think that's shit. So I, I've had it sometimes that I'm like, this is great. I've had it another time that I'm like, right. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I mean. Like it's sometimes a couple of times I've had it. I've had three or four bottles of that. And a couple of times I've had it and it's been like one of the better bottles or glasses of bourbon. Now, of course, some of that could go back to, you know, what you've had that day. But I've felt that way through an entire bottle of McKenna. Yeah. And then gone back to another bottle, buying one, and then thinking, oh, this just isn't good. Like, I hmm. feel like their consistency, like, for example, Blanton's, their consistency is pretty damn good. Right. And then you get to McKenna, and I feel like sometimes it's just not the consistency you would expect from something that gets such, you know, high accolades. And McKenna's not even that easy to find nowadays. No, no. it's not. I see it, I think, less than I see Blanton's now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, when's the last time you've seen McKenna? And every time, every other week, you hear about Blanton's dropping in Ohio. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's I'm not true. saying you get it or find it on the shelf, but if you know it's dropping, like I've, I can't remember the last time I've heard of McKenna being on the shelf. Knows this again. Your sinuses clear out? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you sound a little stuffy too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. No, uh, this is allergy season. Uh, it's the first it time since living in Ohio that it's been this bad. In Michigan, it was... Like death. Every every August it was second effort. Just death. Um Oh I bet. You know, just not being able to sleep, just not being able to breathe. Uh it it was the worst. No medicine would work. So you told um, us to smell this again. What are you getting that you smell that you wanted it to smell? I don't know. It just smelled different. <laughs> <laughs> You're hoping for a little a little hand. It smells like things and stuff. Uh maybe a little sweeter. Yeah. I'm still catching what I call the youth in it. And I again, I have no idea what the age of this is. I think if we do this... For a blind, you mean? For a blind, it needs to be under 25. It's hard to cut to it at 25. Out, like the, 
some of the higher end like the BGs. Well, that, yeah because i mean we could do like a wild turkey 101 we can do um Early evan times, williams evan williams bowled and bond but yeah. those are all like 17 well you know we could 19. even do it we could do a less than we could even do a less than thirty dollars bottle and bond comparison. Sure, mm, that's a good you've got idea. This old Bardstown, you've got Evan Williams, that uh, early times bottle and bond. Times. I mean, there's a decent amount of bottles and bond that are good under thirty dollars. Yeah. So we'll we'll figure it out. We'll come up with a couple of blinds. We'll is have, that Evan we'll Williams one hundred one? Is that bottle? That's bottle and bond, right? I'd love to get Trina on an episode because she's got a, an amazing palate. She doesn't like bourbon, mm-hmm. but she's got an amazing palate. When I let her taste my bourbon, sometimes she'll just come in and just give like a really good. Like, oh, yeah, this is, I can taste this and this or whatever. Interesting. But she doesn't like it. She's like, so it'd be interesting to get that reaction, the visceral reaction every right. time because you'll see her face. She's like, but then she'll come out and, and she be like, nails oh, it. this, this. And I'm like, seriously, every time. That's funny. Um, so I'm, let's, not, I'm really not even saying this because I know the price point of these because I've had fantastic cheaper ones. I'm just not in love with these two. Neither one? I thought the old bar yeah. sound was pretty decent. I agree with the not a lot of complexity, not a lot of flavor. Yeah, just not. But it was... It, more like, the benchmark of that. But bar, old bar sounds a little bit better, but the, the benchmark foolproof is just like, just heat. Just... Yeah. It's just spice. Yeah. Just I fucking... get too much spice from the benchmark. I agree with that, but it did say extra strong. I mean, it warned us. Yeah. It but some people like us. that too. Like some people well, like fireball. You, know what? That. you throw that in a damn, uh, you throw that in a damn mix, a drink or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe you get that, a little bit of spice out of it. You that, know, I'm gonna dash this. I'm gonna dash oh, yeah, this with a little. Yeah, cool I probably water. have a little too much in here to try. Not too much. Nope. There you go. Um, God, you make, all right. Sign me up. Because sometimes, like, sometimes there's stuff that I have and eat that I'm like, do not like. Put it on ice, and I'm like. That's fucking good. All right, let's try it with some water. See if it see if it lightens it up or opens it up a little more. And what's funny is I don't remember if I've ever tasted Benchmark um, completely neat, but I used to use it all the time when I was drinking my ginger ale uh, and bourbons. Really, it was yeah, it was great for that. I mean, um, it's better. It's better. Like it needs to be. So here's the thing, like. Hmm. Could this be better at a bottle and bond? Or even just like a hundred proof, not even necessarily a bottle and bond. Just yeah. Well, uh, yeah. 101. 100 proof. I, I still don't like it that well. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to like bash uh, yeah. it by any means. No, it's just I not for me personally. No, I'm glad and I we, got it. You know I'll, what sucks is we don't dr- get here very often. This will be a Sam bottle. Sam bottle. Sam, Sam, I, I, I gotta try this. this. You gotta try this. You gotta try this. To be honest, him and I both really like the benchmark for for making drinks with. He might actually like this. Oh, it'll be interesting. I, I'll, I could see him like. I'll throw this. this at him and see what he thinks. Yeah. Um. But the thing that sucks is me and you do not get here very often, where we're just like, meh. With bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. There's not. That's true. That is true. This like we, is probably the yeah, first we, time we've been underwhelmed by both bottles. Yeah. And I didn't bring in the Willet, the pot still. That might have given us a, a, a high note yeah. to finish on, but that's that's another day. We'll figure that out. I, I wanted to keep it at least kind of in line. I can bring it in for a, a podcast ah, sometime. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for that. Yeah. I might even get some tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see what else I find tomorrow. If I don't find anything else, then I'll get that. 
for sure just so I can have it because mm-hmm. I've never had a bottle of it and it's a cool looking bottle. It'll look nice on the shelf. It is a cool bottle. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you're right, Tyler. I think this is kind of probably the first time we've really had a couple bourbons and not really been excited about it. Yeah. Now maybe the Stag Junior we had earlier tonight threw us off, but I don't think so. Yeah, but I he didn't so. have that. Right, and I think that we've had enough time for our palate to kind of could clear it, out. Could it, could it have been dinner? Could have been... It could have been, but I don't think so. I eat dinner drive. every day. <laughs> yeah. I eat dinner every day. Could have been the drive. It was a long drive. It was yeah. a long drive. Long but day. I, but, but you know been what? Up, been, but here's been the up thing. since 5 a.m. So. If there was anything about the end of the day, there's excitement for me. Like, we're on the freaking bourbon trail. Yeah. I'm not... This wasn't the end of a shitty day. This was the end of a, a decent day, but looking forward to a great day tomorrow. Right. So to me, if anything, that would pick it up. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be c- coming back to these a week from now and be like, why did I like these? But that's not what I'm getting out of this today. So, yeah. so anyway, so we're 52 minutes in here, a little over than what we thought. See, time, wow. time flies on these yeah. things. So uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Uh, thanks for joining us again. We've got uh, a little bit more information hopefully coming up uh, after tomorrow's trip through uh, some of the different tastings and distilleries that we go to. Um, signing off here. I'm Dude Pool. Tyler Schaefer. Brett Bryan. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night, guys. Thank you for joining in for another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review at any of the sites where you're listening to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram and Facebook.